1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish speaking countries, I'm using. Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language, and that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built in feature called True Accent where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, commercial break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com/commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com/commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the commercial break.
1: I really can't stay! But babe, I got crab rangoon. fuck, why did you not start with that? Let's go.
0: On this
2: episode of The Commercial Break.
0: It wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Everybody tells you, a couple days of ice, you'll be fine. A couple days of ice, you'll be fine. And your your husband, Jeff, was wonderful. He also guided me through. Like uh, (laughs) a... Like a nut soothsayer, you know what I'm saying? Like a a a Buddha of balls. Yeah, he was the Buddha of balls. Hey, (laughs) buddy, how you doing? What
3: are the the Sherpas that take the people up the
0: mountain? That's right, a scrotum (laughs) Sherpa. The next episode of the commercial
2: break starts now.
0: Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is our main mistletoe manager, Kristen Joy Only Best to you, Chrissy. <laughs> Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Ah, the, tis the season, Chrissy. Tis that season. Tis the season for a story time with Brian. Oh, what do you think?
3: a fireside chat?
0: A fireside chat. No, <laughs> no, they're offline now. I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> Actually they're back to doing the rooms again. No I don't see the TV anymore. Now oh, it's the rooms. Okay. We're talking about Fireside the um the rocket ship application that took off during the pandemic. Oh no, that was Clubhouse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fireside, the rocket ship that like Elon Musk's rocket ship just fell sideways and exploded. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Elon Musk is doing great work. Thank God for Elon Musk or we wouldn't be going to space at all. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't see NASA so. flying anything up to space right now. <laughs> um, But I'll put Elon aside for right now. It's a, it's a touchy subject. Here's what I do have to say. When I was just an e witty bitty restaurant boy, back in the days, back in the crazy heydays, I was working at this fine steakhouse. Apa! pa Hoo-ha! Hoo-na! I ball ball on the block. <laughs> that's right okay so you know, it's just little waiter Brian running around bartender Brian running around causing problems, spending way too much money on kids margaritas. you know what I'm saying uh <laughs> hoping to pay my rent uh by the fortieth of the month so <laughs> I was dating a girl like loosely dating a girl. I think we were more friends who was who were trying to force something to happen, but mm-hmm. it really wasn't happening. I think we were attracted to each other, but it was clear that we we just weren't on the same wavelength. She had wanted nothing to do with kids' margaritas. She wanted nothing to do with my shenanigans. So I don't think it was a p- perfect fit for the two of us.
3: Yeah, she went a wild. I was just a little you're bit the of bad a wild. Boy. Yes,
0: <laughs> and you're asking your customers if they have any drugs you can have. I think you're, <laughs> you're off of it. But unbelievably, at a very high end restaurant in the bar area, it was the customers who often supplied the narcotics because you know. Time and money is an addict's worst enemy. True. So I – this girl goes out of town for whatever reason. She leaves for a couple weeks or a month. I'm not sure. A period of time. It's probably three days, but I'm just going to – it was a month. It was a long time. Yes. And one of these crazy nights turned into a long morning at my townhouse, the townhouse that I was living in. And there was another girl who worked at the restaurant who I had never given two thoughts to. She was just – I actually didn't care for her all that much. I thought she was kind of, I don't know, obnoxious and – you know, high, strong, and scattered—all the things that I was. I saw the mirror in myself, actually, <laughs> and I just did. I just didn't like it. It wasn't for me. It but repelled, she, like yeah, two magnets. Two magnets together, <laughs> repelling. This would become my future wife, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she is at this party and in the wee hours of the morning and I'm wrapping it up I'm telling everybody they got to get the fuck out of my house because I have to sleep because it's eight o'clock in the morning and I have to be at work at 10:30 in the morning and I have had <laughs> not a wink of sleep I gotta throw some cold water on my face. So we're saying goodbye. I'm upstairs in the townhouse. I thought everybody had left. I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth. And when I get out from brushing my teeth, the girl is standing there. She's just like standing outside the bathroom. Hmm. And then all of a sudden we're making out. It's just like one of those moments. I don't know what happened. I don't know how it <laughs> happened. I guess I just assumed if she was standing outside my bathroom door for five <laughs> to ten minutes that there, there could be no other reason why she was up there. And she just went in for the kiss and then all of a sudden we're making out. Okay. Here's the point of the story.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> her and i started dating uh pretty soon after that and i had to tell the other girl on the phone like if we weren't like exclusive just to be clear i wasn't cheating on her we weren't we were dating other people even though we weren't dating other people we just did something we said to each other to make each other feel good about the relationship pace so you know how you do you know <laughs> yeah oh no no no! it's lucy let's keep it lucy goosey once we put a label on it it's all over the good times are gone once you put a label on it right so, let's Lucy-goosey, just have fun you do what you want to do yeah i'll do what i want to do and when we come together we'll fuck right <laughs> (laughs) Uh, so it was an uncomfortable conversation I have had to have, but the most uncomfortable part of this was then going to events, functions, and parties afterwards where for work, after work, parties that just happened to appear, you know, every single night after a restaurant shift, (laughs) then I, and I also was a bartender at the restaurant where both of these people were, you know, waiter, waitresses. So it was a little bit uncomfortable. Those social functions mm-hmm. were uncomfortable to me for the first couple of months because everybody gave me the side eye because, you know, there's a side to st- there's, there's the truth. There's my side. There's your side. There's three sides to every story. And so it made me very like just uncomfortable to walk into these situations. I'll never, I, I still can feel that feeling when right. I think about
3: it. Like who do you go to first? To say hello?
0: Well, you go to the girl that you're having sex with currently (laughs) to say hello, because that's the right thing to do. But I'm talking about the other people in the room. You know Mm -hmm. what? I I feel like they all were looking at me with a side eye. Like I had done something inappropriate or wrong, even though no one ever said that to me.
3: Even though this happens, too, at every single restaurant. Every every single restaurant. It's (laughs)
0: so nepotistic. And I don't mean nepotistic like your uncle hired your cousin. I mean like nepotistic like everyone is screwing everybody all the time. That's what goes on. And occasionally there's like a couple that rises to the top. They become like the couple you want to aspire to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. they if we can be like them, the, that couple, the couple they've in the got restaurant, it down. they got it down. Look, he was dating one girl. And then he dated another girl. It all worked out just fine. They're together. Look, they're married. Oh, they're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they're married for 15 days. Now they're divorced. <laughs> and I say this because I'm reading this story. You remember like the big... Good Morning America shakeup that happened with that guy, T.J. Roebuck. Yes. And, uh, is it Roebuck? I forgot his name. T.J. Um, let me see here if I can. I want to get the the names right. That's the least I can do for our listeners, Chrissy, is finally get something right. <laughs> T.J. Holmes and Amy Roebuck. The two of them were co-anchors on Good Morning America, I think it was. They're co-anchors. Word gets out that they've been sleeping together and they both have a significant other. Yeah. So it's uh, definitely a scandal. It's it's, it's, it's scandav- has scanned of all written all over it, Chrissy. It's our own little reality show happening in the morning news. It's like, what's that show? Um, the Morning Show? The morning. It's show, like a yeah. real mm-hmm. version of The Morning Show. It's so much like the real morning show, like the real version of The Morning Show, that even Matt Lauer is getting involved in this. Now, let me explain. <laughs> there is a big wedding for one of the Good Morning America hosts. And everybody from far and wide. It's like the siren song of the morning show. They like gather everybody together. The bat signal goes out. All the morning show people come, including TJ and Amy. They come as a couple together to that wedding. Yeah, because they've,
3: they've left their respective uh, spouses. I'm
0: about to get into the craziness about yeah. this. <laughs> and guess who else shows up? Matt fucking Lauer shows up, who has been hiding in a hole for five or six years, ever since they found out that he had a blowjob button under his yeah. desk. I mean, the guy shows up with his new significant other, his new fling. So this is like quite the drama around the circles. The craziest thing that has come out of this that I'm reading about is the two that were left, the man and the woman, who were divorced so that Amy and TJ could have a relationship now have a relationship. They are now together as a
3: couple. That happens. I've heard about that happening, and for one, of, and also too, isn't isn't it? is not is not is it Andrew Shue, who she was married to?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
3: And he was on. He, he was like you know back in the the nineties. He was on um, Melrose Place.
0: Oh yeah, I think you're kind of right. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I think you're right about yeah, this.
3: They were married.
0: So you've now got. Two couples that have been created out of this situation. You got Matt Lauer attracted to shit like fly. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the guy's just like coming in for the kill. And I only can imagine. I went to parties where there was like five or six people, and I felt a certain level of discomfort. Not because I had done anything wrong, but because I thought people thought I did something wrong. Can you imagine walking into a crowd of hundreds of people at this huge gala, this wedding, this event, photographers and everything? And then not only that, but then your photograph next to Matt fucking Lauer with the (laughs) blowjob button. What level of discontent or embarrassment must you feel at on some like some wavelength? You must feel some sense of these people. Yeah, like I'm just imagining myself walking into a room where I. Publicly, clearly, no doubt about it, was in the wrong. I cheated on my wife with my co-host at a workplace environment who then also cheated on her husband and then somehow matt lauer showed up (laughs) Somehow matt lauer is getting back into the game (laughs) and now those two are together the two we divorced are now together it must be a there must be so much drama going on behind the scenes
3: yeah you know it's one of those things if you're a guest at the party
0: how much chitting and chatting must you be doing so much god i would just love this i know
3: Look at that. Look at TJ and Amy. They're here. Yeah,
0: they showed up together. Oh, it's fucking Matt Lauer. <laughs> Get the blowjob button out. Matt Lauer's here. Matt Lauer is trying to make a comeback. Trust me when I say this, Chrissy. You will mark my words. Episode 3000, two months from now, <laughs> we will hear about Matt Lauer making some kind of comeback. Some Netflix television show like the David Letterman sit down talk show, some Amazon streamer, some kind of morning news program on a fledgling news network. CNN's going to hire him. He will be back. MSNBC put somewhere, you know, wherever he will be back. He's going to plot his comeback. And I'm not particularly sure if the guy with a blowjob button should be the guy that's (laughs) reading my morning news. No. But, you know, he's been sitting out for five years. And I think coming out in this public way with his new love, he's trying to get back into, like, some sense of normalcy. Like, he's, ah, it was just a guy with a blowjob button. I mean, who doesn't have a blowjob (laughs) button? You know what I'm saying?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Blowjob. Well, he was also pressuring women into terrible. it was the whole yeah terrible i'll promote you if you do this for me and blah 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 the sleazy
0: yeah the yeah, listen, sleaziness there's lots of sleaze that goes on everywhere right and and i think that guys are probably more guilty of this than than women are but it happens all the time oh, we yeah. know this from personal experience it's not just the guys the girls are up to it too yep Personal experience, we know this. Verifiable. <laughs> yes. There's just some ratchet ass bitches out there, bosses out there that are just pressuring people to do shit they don't want to do. But when you have a blowjob button and you're using your incredible wealth, Power. fame, and money, which is the same as wealth. Mm-hmm. So I said it twice. <laughs> when you use that, when you use that to pressure somebody, or not even maybe not even pressure them, but give them the impression that. If you do this, then that will happen. I think there's a lot of people out there that are that are young and impressionable or not young and impressionable who would probably succumb I agree. to that kind of offer, right? Mm-hmm. Me, I would succumb to that kind of <laughs> offer. And it just seems to me like, I don't know. Even if, he wanted, even if the guy wanted to make a comeback. I'm not particularly sure that that's the guy I would trust with my morning news. Not that I trust anybody with my morning news. It's all bullshit. But it <laughs> feels to me like
3: a I don't comeback. think he'll ever do morning news again. You don't think so? No. Okay.
0: Mark my words. Okay. Maybe not morning I'm news. Putting
3: it, I'm putting it in Mainstream. the notebook. Mainstream. If you
0: put it in the notebook, it's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. We just have to put it here on celluloid <laughs> so that everybody knows. <laughs> and there's a string of these. Like Charlie Rose apparently is trying to get back into doing something too. Wasn't he also? Didn't he yeah. also have a blowjob button or something?
3: Char- Charlie Rose? I, there was some kind of scandal, but there were so many there for a string of time.
0: Well, it, good. Shit cut out all the bullshit I say. Amen. Amen. TJ and Amy are completely like I don't wanna negate the relationship because sometimes you just run into the those with the hardware. The hard wants with wants. the heart wants, yeah. Chrissy's. It is what it is. <laughs> I love when people say that because I said it for a very long time. Yes, the hard ones, with the hard ones. I'll <laughs> uh, be right back. The police are currently arresting me for breaking into my own house. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It all has a purpose, Chrissy. Uh, could you call the bail bondsman for me? I certainly would appreciate it. <laughs> um. So I just know. I know and I know deep down and I, I feel the the ebb and the flow of these kind of things. Matt's trying to make a comeback. That's why he showed up at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Face first with his new love because he hasn't been seen anywhere for like 5 years. Then all of a sudden he shows up at this, you know, morning show wedding. And then TJ and Amy are definitely on the track to normalization of cheating on your husband in life <laughs> because they got divorced and everything ended up happy for them too. Now they're together. Also, have you ever been in a situation where you've dated someone close to the other person that you dated? No. No? Mm -mm. Never. How do you do that? (laughs) You just never run in the
3: same circles? You run in the same circles, but they're off limits. They're the person's friend or they're my friend's ex-boyfriend or something like that.
0: Your friend's ex-boyfriend. Your friend's ex-boyfriend would definitely be one of those situations where... If you came into contact with him at a party or something like that, mm-hmm. wouldn't you feel a certain sense of like, oh, my God, I feel like weird about showing oh, up to this party? Oh, I thought you were
3: saying, would I ever hook up like Oh, no, 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 no.
0: No, what yeah. I'm saying is Oh, ha- yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was wondering how many circles of friends you have because I I have like, <laughs> I don't know. I have like a. I
3: thought you were saying, have you ever been in a situation where you've hooked up with like, you know, while you've had a boyfriend or a girlfriend? No, no, been, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Okay.
0: No. no, we're not cheaters. We're not no, cheaters we're here not at the cheaters. commercial break. No. Please, we can just happy to get laid. <laughs> I'm
3: yes, saying, I have been in a yeah. situation where okay. there's been yeah and tension, weirdness, whatever,
0: strange strangeness. Yeah, it feels really odd to walk in. But in but like I was thinking about this last night you don't have 15 circles of friends. I mean, some people do, but you don't really have 15 circles of friends. I have more like a crescent moon of friends. I don't even have one circle of friends, right? (laughs) I have like a quarter of a circle of friends. But it's in that pile of friendships, in that extended pile of friendships is where normally you would find somebody that you would date. I mean, I guess if it's not 2023 and you're on every app in the world. (laughs) But even then, you know, if you're 25 something and you're here in Atlanta and you're on the dating apps you're on the scene yeah and you're on the scene aren't you gonna happen to run into the same kind of people yeah right every big town is really just a probably small town
3: more of that now actually because of just all the hookups that happen on the app yeah i gotta imagine and then the next thing you know you're at a party with a guy that you hooked up with and then uh, he's with somebody else he's with and somebody new and- you're with somebody else <laughs> <laughs> you just saw him last week i don't know do
0: yeah. you ever
3: like when you
0: were out on the scene in the bars and stuff like that did you ever walk into like a bar or a club and then see an ex-boyfriend? And you were with your new significant other?
3: Uh yes. Yeah. Yeah, like music. i go see music or something. And how
0: did you handle it? Uh, just hello? Or you ran away?
3: Yeah, I didn't say anything. Yeah,
0: okay, good. That's good. That's the best policy. <laughs> best policy is to run away from your ex. <laughs> I saw that one girl that I dated, like Esther and I were just brand spanking no. She was we were here back from Switzerland. And we decided to go to a movie locally here. We go to this movie and there's two doors. It's like an L-shaped building and there's two doors. There's one on each face of the L, right? And so I, we are walking into the entrance and out of the exit on the other side of the L walks who I think mm-hmm. is my ex-girlfriend, right? And I mean, I could not have gone faster to open that door for Astrid and hustle her in the door. <laughs> And she got it right away. She was like, is that your ex-girlfriend? And I was like, how did you know that? And I go, I don't really know because I didn't take a second look, but the first look indicated that it clearly might be. And she's like, are you scared of her? And I was like, actually, yes, I am scared of her.
2: there's
0: a part of me that doesn't need to ever be in that particular circle of friends again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I always feel like the best policy, unless you have just a good level of communication, like, there are some exes that I see I'm perfectly fine with, sure. right? I still it interact on with how to this Yeah, I mean, it always depends it. on how things end. That's it. Well, everything ends shitty, but. It's how quickly you get over the shittiness, is it? Because it always stings when you get broken up with. Yeah. It. It's how short is the shitty period. That's that's well, my What happened,
3: too? Was there a cheating situation? Yeah. Was there a stealing money situation? <laughs> stealing was there, money. <laughs> was there police involved? What uh, happened? You yeah, know, that's there's true. There's levels that's there. That's true. So.
0: That's true. I try and stay on the level. I, I usually am friends with my exes, right? Usually because they realize that I wasn't quite the man I had, they had hoped I was going to be and decided to back out easily. And so I'm just always in this like, I don't know, not uh, forgiving mood, but I'm in a rather equanimous mood about my exes. I'm like, oh, we, were, we had a moment and there was a reason yeah, for that moment. Sure. So I want to respect the moment. But at the end of the day, there are certainly a few that if I never saw again, mm-hmm. I would be perfectly yeah, okay with that. With and if I see them out, I am going to run away from them. <laughs> That's right. That is the TJ, Amy situation. How much you want to make a bet that the other two on the other side of that equation have a run, don't walk away from TJ and Amy when we see them out New York I can't believe the York other streets. two
3: came to the wedding.
0: They didn't go to the wedding. Oh, they did. They did not go to the wedding. They just announced around the same time oh, the wedding was together. that they were together. And
3: that does happen quite a quite yeah. often. Well,
0: you're grieving and you, you find, find solace.
3: Exactly. Yeah. You find out you have that bond.
0: Who knows better about being cheated on? Than the spouse of the person who you've been cheated on. Yeah, exactly. uh, There's some reasoning there. There's some reasoning there that makes sense. Well, they probably
3: all hung out together, anyways. Oh, oh, yeah, they they did. They were, yeah, co hosts. Apparently,
0: the husband of the. The
3: the, the couples were hanging out. Yes,
0: they were like hanging out with their own children. They were close. Like, the families were close, apparently, according to really trashy magazines that i read online yes according to those magazines they were close like tj was uncle tj and this other guy was <laughs> uncle ron or whatever his name was
3: call him dad yeah, now
0: call, yeah. <laughs> he went from uncle to daddy listen it's just a name change and he's sleeping with mommy and don't mind those noises in the bedroom that's just mommy having good sex for once <laughs> and good for them i don't approve of the cheating but now that you're there you might as well make the best of it you know what i'm saying yeah. That's not exactly probably what a therapist would say. But <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Ryan's philosophy on cheating. Well, if you it did didn't it. work out, but now that you got... <laughs> listen, I'm really sad that you cheated on me, but now that you're there, make the best of it for me, will you? <laughs> Please? Please? <laughs> I want to be friends. Can we all be friends? Can I still be Uncle Brian? Uh, Not Daddy Brian? (laughs) Of my 12 to 13 children? All right, let's take our first break. We got some good stuff for you today, Chrissy. You're going to want to stay tuned. You have to stay tuned. They're going to want to stay tuned. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, we'll be back after these messages.
4: Look, I know you guys are getting really sick of me, but that is too bad. It's my job. Now, go to tcbpodcast.com for all of our audio and video content and get your little booty over to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited video episodes. Wanna chat? Leave us a voicemail at 626-Ask TCB3. Too embarrassed for your voice to be on the show? We understand text us instead at 855-TCB-8383 can't even do that no worries just follow us on tiktok at tcb podcast and on instagram at the commercial break and if you can't even be seen doing that just listen to these sponsors and let's get back to the show
0: Everybody wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner—it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're gonna try. Some Something different. Factor, America's number one ready to eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly flavor packed, fresh and never frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we You can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and use the code commercialbreak50 to get 50% off. That's code commercialbreak50 at factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and get 50% off. We also want to Thank Factor for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm going to share that I've been going through a difficult time lately with one of my family members. No trauma, no huge drama, just a difficult situation that I'm trying to navigate. It's times like these when I'm grateful I've got a therapist that I can speak with. Therapy for me is the release valve. It's a place I can go and speak to an objective third party about even the smallest of details in my life. I've been using therapy for many years to help me navigate these difficult situations, but then to also work on some of the bigger issues we as human beings all experience, and I'd like to think it's making me a little bit of a better person. If you haven't given therapy a try, or it's been a while since you've been to therapy, I'd like to recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp is designed to be easy, convenient, and fit your schedule. It's all online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason, no additional cost. Whether you're trying to work through some big traumatic event, or you're just having trouble getting through the minutia of life, therapy can help. You can start today and get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash commercial today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash commercial. Take a few minutes, prioritize your own well-being, and you can start at betterhelp.com slash commercial. Get 10% off that first month. And we want to thank BetterHelp for being a continuing sponsor of the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic hey, Fantastic! hey it's my nuts my DD canters uh, I will tell you this the vasectomy what, I didn't know I didn't expect anything because I have no reference point and I've never had any kind of major operation except for the back of my throat while I was wide awake and that was a nightmare situation so this was by comparison rather pleasant compared to them sticking a scalpel down the back of my throat while I was breathing and awake. Uh, but I will say this. It also wasn't as, it wasn't as easy as yeah. I thought it was going to be. Everybody tells you, a couple days of ice, you'll be fine. couple days of ice, you'll be fine. And your your husband, Jeff, was wonderful. He also guided me through, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Like a nut soothsayer, you know what I'm saying? Like a a, a Buddha of balls. Yeah, he was the Buddha of balls. I said, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" Like, what are
3: the, the Sherpas? Yeah, that take the people up the
0: mountain. That's right, a scrotum Sherpa. <laughs> A scroat Sherpa. It was a scroat Sherpa and a ball Buddha sitting way up on top of the mountain. Hey buddy, how you doing? I got Jeff's voice down. Hey buddy, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, Jeff. How are you? Yeah, good man. Listen, ice is your best friend. Ice those potatoes, buddy. Get them real nice and cold. Nice and cold. Every 20 minutes, nice and cold. I said, okay. And the thing that I think the thing that I think is most difficult with a vasectomy is having all these fucking children around with a vasectomy. Well, yeah, you
3: did mention how
0: <laughs> it is like I'm one of re-
3: them. Yes, squarely.
0: <laughs> one time, 30 fucking times. This kid who is the apple of my eye, he's my first. I love him. We're buddies. He's my best friend. Yes. I love the kid. But the second I said boo boo on my balls, it was as if a magnet was on my balls. <laughs> And his hands and his feet had the opposite magnet. You know what I'm saying? He slept in the bed with me the other night. He comes running in, whatever time, midnight, you know? Okay, come on up here, buddy. Sleep with me. And he is just, throughout the night, no matter which way I lay, he is finding a way to keep me in the fucking... Ow! Ow! Son, stop doing that! Ow! Ow! Stop it! I never realized... How sensitive one's nuts could be until they're swollen black and blue. Now they just feel like two baseballs being knocked around by my kids. This is the most difficult part.
3: Yeah, I can only imagine. Is the children.
0: (laughs) And then they tell you, like, not to lift anything over 10 pounds for a period of time. Well, there's nothing in this house that weighs less than 10 pounds, including the jar, the jug of milk that I carry. It even says that. Do not carry jugs of milk. It's giving you an example. And I'm like, jug of milk? How's that going to hurt me? But I picked up one of my kids for like three minutes and it hurt me. I don't know how your balls and your arms are connected. I guess when I lift my arms, did my balls lift? No, not really. So, my balls and my arms. Well, that's all
3: like related to your core, right? That goes down, so.
0: Yeah. I didn't know my (laughs) balls were part of my core. (laughs) Had I known that, I would have been working out a lot sooner than that.
2: (laughs) Please! get your son's feet away from those goddamn testicles we're already cut up and sliced up black and blue feeling sickly can you just please keep those feet off there
0: i'm doing my best i'm trying you're
2: trying hard enough the whole situation down here is inflamed and upsetting can you please stop
0: Okay, listen, I'm <laughs> Okay, listen, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and keep my kid away from you. I promise I will.
2: And while you're at it, that fucking dog, that goddamn dog jumping up into your nuts every chance it gets.
0: Yeah, it's just exacting its revenge from all the years of me yelling at it.
2: <laughs> Tell it to stop shitting on the floor. Every time you bend over, we start bleeding. Thanks, I appreciate it.
0: Brian's nuts. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's DD Cantor's checking in. Uh, I, I, yeah, the dog is the other one too. The dog. Anytime. Mm. Here's the thing about the dog. She's just so lovely with the children. It's the only reason to keep her around, quite frankly, and the fact that I own her. So probably can't just throw her out in the street. But the only reason, one of the only reasons why I do have an affinity for this dog is she is so goddamn gentle with these children. She honestly is. She is. They pug. They they pull. They push. They punch her. They kick her. They throw her across the floor. They open doors in her face. They roll over her with strollers. And she doesn't do a thing. She's just so freaking sweet about it. However, one of the things that I dislike... She knows
3: is, those children feed her. I know. She, from the drop. Yes. Food. Oh, my God. That's what I was just about to say. She knows where her uh, bread is exactly. buttered.
0: And it is not with me. I give her treats all day long. But where the real good food is,
3: uh-huh. is my
0: smallest one on that high chair. And every time we turn our heads, she's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> feeding the dog they have a communication they talk to each other not saying a word but they talk to each other i see my daughter she's like staring at the dog as he's walking around and as soon as the dog comes close she just leans over a little bit and, and gives, gives her piece. yeah and then i'm like uh, uh uh uh, wag my finger and now she's doing it back to me with a smile she's like ah, 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 and i'm like hey listen you can't feed that dog. That dog is bad enough as it is. We, can't, we don't need any additional drama with that dog. But they have a, commu- they have a level of communication. Mm-hmm. So anytime I sit the small one on the floor, the dog instantly attacks her, like, you know, licking her face. And if they're, God forbid, there's snot coming out of her nose, apparently that's like a fountain of new treats or something. So the dog's just eating the boogers right out of her nose. And I'm like, God, Blue, please stop that. Can you please leave it alone? But here's the issue with the vasectomy and with that particular Problem is that any time that I sit down, the dog jumps instantly into my lap, Mm -hmm. right? Because she wants to get in between me and the kid because I think she believes that's where the attention is or some new boogers or something. I'm not sure. But she jumps on me and Chrissy, it hurts so fucking bad. I mean, it really does. I feel like I'm going to be in perma-flinch. Do you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, you need to have some kind of protection. They said you could wear a cup, cup. but, you know, I
0: just... I, I didn't even wear a cup when I played football for one day in high school. I didn't wear a cup. I found them to be really uncomfortable.
3: If well, heard... which is going to be more uncomfortable, Brian? Well, I mean. A but, cup, I mean I'm Wearing gonna... a cup for a few days and letting things heal naturally or having true. complications. Okay,
0: true. But I feel like if I wear a cup, then anytime I put on pants, I'm going to look like Donald Trump with that little scrunchal bunchel right in his penis area. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, I don't know We're what are Around is. the house. Yeah, even around the house. I don't I don't know. I don't want my kids to make fun of me. <laughs> I feel like I'm in high school. <laughs> I want to be the cool dad, you know? And they're at that age where they say everything. So we go for the vasectomy, and I, I, I come home, and I hadn't thought about this before the vasectomy, but when I get home, I'm like, my kids can never see this. Like, there's no more taking a shower with Daddy for the next couple of weeks at all. They can't see this. This yeah. will disturb them for life. And so... Also, I got to be careful about how I position this, right? If I say, you know, oh, daddy got his balls snipped, they're going to go to school and say, daddy's got his balls snipped. That's what they're going to say. So I say, oh, I have a boo-boo, right? Oh, where did you get the boo-boo? Well, I got it from the doctor. Why did the doctor give you a boo-boo? Well, it was planned boo-boo. Like, we planned this boo-boo. Yeah,
3: you're going down the wrong path on this, I
0: think. (laughs) One of my daughters is in full... (laughs) Now the
3: doctor gives boo-boos. Yeah,
0: (laughs) The doctor gives boo-boos, roaches fly out of those boo-boos, and my daughter is in full penis mode. And I don't mean like, she just can't stop saying the word. She's like, Daddy, how's your boo-boo on the penis? And I'm like, okay, listen, kid, you can't say that word out loud. That's a anatomically correct word but i would really appreciate it if you didn't go around repeating that but how's your penis okay (laughs) stop it because this is what she (laughs) this is what she said she goes i don't want you to have a boo-boo on your penis and i'm like listen i don't want to have one either (laughs) kid but you gotta stop saying that word drop them off at school Uh uh-oh excuse me pick them up from school Uh (laughs) i'm at standing outside You know, the principal comes out, takes all the names of the parents that are waiting outside, you know, so they can shove them out one by one or two by two or whatever it is. And as soon as she comes running down this little walkway, she's like,
1: Daddy, how's your
0: penis? And I'm like, oh, no, I had a, I had a thing. There's a thing that went on with my penis. It's a we, we didn't teach her that that's a thing. I'm like explaining to people who aren't even there. I'm like, she never seen my penis. She doesn't like my penis. That's not a thing. She just said the word penis, okay? You got it? 10-4. I know I'm going to get a note from that fucking fucking teacher. How's your penis? (laughs) Kids and vasectomies. There's a whole level of complication. So if you're thinking about getting that procedure done, plan accordingly, especially if you have small children. Put little, uh, I I don't know, put little like, you know how you, you get that styrofoam sometimes? You know, that soft styrofoam and packaging materials? Oh, yeah. Save those for when you get a vasectomy. And then what you do is you wrap, you tape that styrofoam around your children's hands and feet and knees. That way, (laughs) when you're running down the hallway, they don't smack you in the penis too hard, (laughs) which is like the favorite game to play now. I don't know what happened, but every time I turn around, my son's like, stop, daddy, Uh, right in my penis. And I'm like, stop, stop. What are you doing? I already told you. I have a boo-boo on my nether regions. (laughs) Daddy, how's your nether regions? No, 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 no. They don't know about my nether regions. It's just a family joke. Family inside joke. Family joke. Everything's fine. I paid the I I did pay for the school, right? Okay, just checking. We're good for the next couple of months, right? Yeah. You can't like kick them out for any reason. One of the teachers came out the other day and she goes, your secret is safe with me. And I was like, what? And she goes, I talked to your wife. Your secret is safe with me. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, I know you have two lives. You have the one here. <laughs> You're so sweet and nice. And then I hear your show. And oh, I was like, oh. and she's like, shh, two different people. I don't even know about it. I'm like, well, clearly you I do. Don't even know about it. <laughs> Chrissy, <laughs> my kids are never getting into college. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> this is
0: going to live on the internet forever. And people are going to be like, nope, out. <laughs> talked about the boo-boo penis out penis boo-boo out.
3: <laughs> i mean everybody's got something on the internet at this point so I that's think true good.
0: that's true i i yeah <laughs> i feel like everybody does have yeah. <laughs> something on the internet right i feel like our f- future supreme court justices are currently doing only fancy you yes, know what i'm saying just yes. to get by in life mm-hmm. and i guess in some way i appreciate that that we're all naked and afraid at the end of the day like we're all just stripped down we all have a boo-boo on our penis in some
2: <laughs> way, shape, or true. Yeah.
0: But that, um, he, I don't know, it, it kind of levels the playing field in a way. Yeah. You know, it feels like it levels the playing field in a way. It gives us an opportunity to see things we w- otherwise wouldn't see. Speaking of that, my son walked into the, I was taking a shower the other day, and he walked into the bathroom, and he, like, instantaneously was like, oh, is that your boo-boo? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, bye, daddy. <laughs> he
3: walks right out the door. <laughs> That's one way to get him out of there.
0: Well, listen, that is one way to get him out of there. Because normally, if any of those kids walk into that bathroom and I'm pooping, or taking a shower or any other activity that's going to take me a few minutes, you know what happens? I get the conversation that never ends. Why? 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 Why do you brush your teeth like that? Why do you floss like that? Why are you pulling your pants up like that? Why does your shit smell so bad like that? Oh my like, God, guys, come on. This is not the time to have the conversation. But I told you, it's my morning press conference. It is. I'm there yeah. to let the kids know what's going on, that everything's day. okay, mm-hmm. answer their questions.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know,
0: why is Mickey Mouse not talk at Disney World? <laughs> what's the one to I got the other day. (laughs) We were watching like some movie. Why does Mickey Mouse not talk, right? And I was like, "Eh." well, you know how how I've been lying to you this whole time right? (laughs) that Mickey Mouse isn't (laughs) real? (laughs) Oh, you don't know that? Well, let me tell you now. Mickey Mouse isn't real, and I've been lying to you the whole time. It's the hardest conversation to have with those kids. Like I said, rub a lamp, 15 minutes a day. I just want them to understand what a 47-year-old Understands, And that way we can have comunicado, like two adults. Yes, but doesn't happen.
3: Uh, I'm still just a guy
0: with a boo boo on my penis. You're
3: just you're learning as you go. And you're I, doing the best you can.
0: I am doing the best that I That's can. That's all we can ask. And I know that Christine is going to name this penis boo-boo i know she is i just know it sometimes i have to tell christina i'm like you got to settle down on the titles a little bit we do want to have sponsors at some point in the future so just settle down on the titles she's good at it but then you know sometimes she gets uh she goes a little extra commercial break you know what i'm saying
3: Maybe we should just title it doing the best we can
0: doing the best we can mm-hmm. with a boo-boo on our penis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's take our second break and we'll be back to talk about some Christmas stuff. If you want to talk about Christmas stuff. I mean, why not? It's Christmas. We should talk about Christmas stuff.
4: Hello again, my little podcast pals. It's Christina. And I am just here to remind you once again to go on over to tcbpodcast.com because that is where all of our episodes live. Want to get involved with the show? Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB-3. If you don't want your voice played on the show, because look, I get it. I'm only here under duress. You can text us instead at 855-TCB-8383. And as always, please remember to go follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And also, don't forget about our precious little YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. I promise those videos are worth your time. Now, let's listen to some sponsors, and then we'll get back to whatever they were talking about.
5: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. kind Of Christmas decorations, you guys do over there? I mean, I went and saw your house. or you got some Christmas decor. You guys go outside, inside, inside, outside. How do you do it?
3: Yeah, we do a little bit outside, um, and then we do a tree and mantle stockings and stuff inside. So, this like, year's been a little crazy, obviously. Yeah, yeah, with a lot of stuff going on, so I haven't gone all out, but um, yeah, we decorate.
0: Yeah, we, dec- we do the inside, yeah, but then the outside feels your like the tree a- is beautiful, Thank by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Astrid. I did not a goddamn thing,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Even if I wanted to, Astrid would back me away from it. Like, yeah. I tried five years in a row to get involved in the Christmas tree, but after the first year where we did it together and she had to go behind me and redo it the right. way that she, well, that any other she human being would have done vision. it. Yeah. She has a vision that says that maybe we should put lights on both sides of the tree, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. I just like stringing them up where people could see them. And then the whole back was just blank, right? And she's like, hey, listen, let's, I let, want you to let me handle this and you sit and make some hot chocolate. Actually, I'll make the hot chocolate. You just yeah. sit. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit. Uh, and so we don't do a whole bunch. We do a lot inside, but then outside I feel like is a little bit overkill given the fact that we have so much going the fuck on. Yeah, I can't spend all that time outside, and I don't have any money to pay somebody to do it, so yeah. I think inside is a... That's good. Like, we I got the so, inside. too. You walk inside, it feels yeah. like Christmas. You walk outside, it doesn't feel like anything. But that's okay. My neighbors has got plenty of de- decorations. I'll look at their house when I feel rather sad about my front of my house. <laughs> but there are people that take this way too far. We all know oh, these yeah. people. There are countries, in the, there's a country in the Philippines, I think, that celebrates Christmas mm-hmm. all year round. Mm. And I think we actually reviewed some videotape from that first couple of episodes. But – there are people here who also take Christmas. It's like anything. They just take it too far. It's like me and the Dick Tracy collection or my kids and Mickey. Like, it's just too much. They take it too far. There's too much of it out there, right? And so I thought for Christmas, what we should do is we should find one of these people and we should see what they're up to. Because if there's anybody that gets into the Christmas spirit, it's the people who never take their Christmas trees down, which oh, I yeah. find to be rather strange. You want to take a look? Sure. All right. I'd let's take a look to. at this lady who uh, loves gingerbread and uh, Christmas. Oh, wait. Hold on, Chrissy. I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do.
2: Uh. Sorry, I'm
0: still waking up.
6: How to make a gingerbread house. Oh, this would be fun, Miss Ginger. We could let this be your house.
0: I'm... so for those of you that can't see this, because you're probably not watching it on YouTube. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody, for not watching it on YouTube. The <laughs> uh, the gingerbread, the, She's got a gingerbread recipe book, and then standing next to her is a six-foot-tall gingerbread man.
3: <laughs> yeah, like made of cloth or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is, wh- whose grandma is this? Come pick her up.
3: <laughs> and I'm
6: gingerbread obsessed. I feel like I'm defined by my gingerbread collection. Lots of times when I meet folks on the street or whatever, they recognize me and they tell me, you're the gingerbread lady.
0: No, what they say is you're the crazy lady. And then to your (laughs) face, they say, yeah, that that makes makes the gingerbread stuff.
6: Don't give me flowers. Don't give me chocolates. Give me a gingerbread.
4: Mom's passion for gingerbread, I think, is a good thing. It's sweet. It's innocent. And it's not scary or freaky in any way.
0: I'm not sure that's how a uh, definition of a problem with something works.
3: <laughs> well, after all the fetish things and whatever strange addictions that we've done, maybe she's right.
0: Well, maybe she's right. But, you know, Percocet seems all warm and fuzzy, too. But you know, eventually you have a problem.
6: This clock is really special to me. My daughter Tiffany gave it to me. And I think it's very cute.
0: Oh, my God. Do you like gingerbread? Eh? No. I don't like gingerbread. I don't know. There's something about gingerbread houses that doesn't scare me. Oh, there must have been an accident with gingerbread when I was a kid. <laughs> I swear to God, because there there's something about gingerbread that kind of t- turns me off a little bit. Yeah. I, it's not that it makes me like nervous. I just don't like it. Like when I see gingerbread houses, I'm like, eh, I'm not interested in that.
3: The Ritz does like a usual, know, like a big gingerbread, village, gingerbread thing.
0: village. Yeah. You know, that's taking it way overkill.
7: After just five years collecting gingerbread items, Tamara Holland of Alta Vista, Virginia, has amassed an 800-piece collection worth almost $3,000. And an all-consuming passion for the popular Christmas tree.
0: Five years. She's only been doing this for five years.
3: 800 pieces. 800
0: pieces. And the dollar amount of the total value of them is $3,000. Yeah,
3: Yeah, it doesn't quite equate. No,
0: meaning you can get $60 for it on eBay. (laughs) That's what you got. Great.
6: Every time I have a day off... I'll go and look for gingerbread. I'll go to thrift stores. I'll go to name brand stores. It doesn't really matter. I go to bed dreaming of where I'm going to place the items. Where
0: exactly is a thrift store carrying gingerbread? Isn't that something that has got like a finite life on it?
3: Yeah, fresh gingerbread. I don't know. This might be more of like a permanent... Gingerbread situation. Look, Fake gingerbread. Yeah, I don't like know.
0: gingerbread related items yeah. that are plastic or metal. Uh-huh. Because I don't think you could just walk into a thrift no. store and go, where's your gingerbread section? <laughs> Excuse no. me, I'm looking for your gingerbread section. <laughs> oh honey, we're all sold out of gingerbreads.
6: <laughs> what I'm on the look for, I'll think about my collection twenty-four hours a day.
0: The doctor prescribed Xanax for this lady five years ago, and her whole world changed her something. Like, how do you just get into gingerbread
7: at such an advanced age? I don't know. All started for Tamara when one very special gingerbread lady entered her life.
6: This is Miss Ginger. She's my pride and joy.
7: Well, the OG Ginger.
0: Well, she needs Christine over there to help her name things. Because she does. the gingerbread lady is not very original. <laughs>
6: I missed Ginger at an antique store that was going out of business. And at the time, she was on clearance. So I came home and asked my husband if I could get her.
2: She came home one day and she told me that she wanted a gingerbread lady, and uh, she told me it was $45. And I asked her, was she crazy? I just don't see giving $45 for this gingerbread lady, but... She act like she wanted very bad, so I just went ahead and gave her the money for it. Made her happy.
0: Well, happy wife, happy life. You know what they say. <laughs> she came home and said she wanted to spend thirty cents on some gingerbread rated materials. And I said who in the fuck spends thirty-five cents on gingerbread related materials? Well, I was at the strip club at the cash machine and I got her
2: out an extra <laughs> dollar.
0: <laughs> I was putting oil in my brand new Harley and I said, Well, I guess if you gotta spend 35 cents, take it out of the coin jar. <laughs> She came home one day with an eyeball popped out, and she said, it's going to cost $3,000 to put this eyeball back in. And I said, you got two, what are you worried about,
6: woman? (laughs) I really don't have a way to describe the love that I have for Miss Ginger. I just know that I love her. She means so much to me.
0: She's like part of my family. I mean, if Well, I can w- see why, after meeting your husband, you might fall yeah. in love with the ginger lady. Exactly, I can see how that would give you comfort. You have permission to spend $45 yeah. on something you enjoy. <laughs> now I'm feeling bad for this lady.
6: Come and offer me a million dollars for Miss Ginger, I would not let her go.
0: Oh, I think your husband has have something to say about that. <laughs> if she yeah, got offered a no million way. dollars.
7: <laughs> While Miss Ginger may be her most prized piece... The doll is just one element of her extensive, and often edible, gingerbread collection. Oh, it smells so lovely. Tamara bakes about 300 gingerbread cookies every Christmas. And because each one is special to her, she preserves several each year to become permanent members of her gingerbread family. Ha! Ha! I decided to keep you as a souvenir
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm picturing her like lacquering it up or something to preserve. I know,
0: those poor gingerbread people.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. I wanna be one that got eaten. Don't put me in the freezer. Please don't put me in the (laughs) freezer. Ah no, it's good Glenda, the wicked witch of the ginger west! No
0: I feel so bad for those gingerbreads that never get eaten. And why are you keeping them in your freezer? For what occasion? Well she's giving those away. Oh, I thought she said she kept them.
3: She just keeps a few Uh, from the collection. You think they lacquer those up? Yeah. Yeah. As
6: you can see I have many in here. I even have a batch in here left from the year two thousand nine.
7: She has become so obsessed well, those with the spice. Those are old. Yeah, we throw those, away. those are
0: old, and all <laughs> those look very sad. They <laughs> don't. Those smile. Listen, you I'm not fooled freeze. by the smiles on the gingerbread. You
3: can only freeze things for so long.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> I guess you could freeze stuff forever, but you know, Walt Disney's still frozen.
7: She adds it to nearly everything she eats. There's a lot of things that you can do
6: with ginger. And sometimes I experiment. Well, I am a smoker,
0: but I read some. So I put cigarettes in my (laughs) gingerbread. Occasionally, I I put some, you know, cowboy crystal meth in there. Whatever keeps the kids coming back for more gingerbread. (laughs) Well, that you
6: could smoke ginger. What? As a substitute for tobacco. The first thing I did was I chopped up some ginger root, put it in the sun to dry. Now I'm going to roll this
0: into a cigarette. Huh? She's smoking a doobie worth of ginger. (laughs) She's fucking a GJ. (laughs) It's a GJ, you know what I'm saying? A ginger joint.
3: Yeah, I know that ginger is good for you to eat, but smoke.
0: I think we have found out why this lady started collecting gingerbread all of a sudden. It's because she likes to get high on the stuff. Mm -hmm. And, And who knew? Should we try and smoke ginger and see what happens? No. I used to smoke bamboo. Can't be worse than that, right? (laughs) And I think she's missing the point of, well, how you quit cigarettes to then go smoking ginger. I'm sure that's not good for your lungs either. That's what
7: I was thinking.
0: It's got to have a weird taste, too.
7: Her homemade ginger cigarettes are just one of the many ideas she has for using her favorite spice.
6: Can you bathe in ginger?
7: Would it be like... You know, some people use
6: lilac or chamomile or something like that. I'm wondering if the ginger would have a
0: a soothing, relaxing you know, to to the scent. Sting the back of your throat, open up your nostrils wide open kind of scent. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that people put ginger in baths.
3: They must. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I've got
0: that like powdered ginger. Let's see what's up to it. I'm gonna go (laughs) sprinkle some in my kids' bath later on and see what happens. It would be like aromatherapy.
7: Even though she has incorporated ginger into just about everything she does, Tamara still has one gingerbread dream that has yet to be fully realized.
0: Gingerbread sex. I knew it. This girl's into ginger fantasy. (laughs) She's into ginger fucking. Right now, my home's just a normal home.
6: Not anything to do with gingerbread. What would really make this home become... A gingerbread
0: house. Oh, no, she's not going to... I think she's going to try and oh, do Lord. it around the house. Well, I she's don't... in
3: a trailer, but...
6: She, um,
7: yeah.
0: It's probably her husband. <laughs> her husband is probably not going to allow this. Yeah.
7: Tamara saved close to $4,000 over three years with the dream of turning her home into an actual gingerbread house. Today, she's about to get one step closer to her dream.
0: By the way, Tamara lives in a trailer. So, Mm -hmm. uh, like, one of the ones is, like, attached to the ground. And here comes a general contractor to tell her how she can change her house (laughs) into a gingerbread. This guy sees someone coming a mile away. Do you trust the contractor who also does trailer gingerbread renovations? I don't. No, sir. No. As
7: she meets with a contractor to discuss the logistics.
6: Thinking about really wanting to paint my house.
7: Can you maybe give me a description of what you would like
0: to do?
6: Well, I I want it to be a brown, possibly a golden brown or a honey brown. It's very important to get the right shade of gingerbread, because I feel like if you get the right shade of gingerbread, it's going to be enticing. It's going
0: to be like you want to pick off a piece and eat it.
3: Oh, God, that'll be... She brings what she's eating next. I know. She'll be picking off pieces of her house.
0: You're in the middle of the fucking sticks. Exactly who's going to drive by and want (laughs) to... I bet your husband has something to say about people coming up trying to pick pieces
7: off your house. visual aid, so he can see the exact color she's looking for.
6: This is what I want my house to look like.
7: Okay. I've never had a request like
0: this in over 22 years of painting. This is very unusual, but I think she's going to enjoy it. But I need the paycheck, so I'm going to do it.
7: Now Tamara's found the perfect shade of gingerbread. Mike and his team get to work on painting the house. Oh my God, that is doo-doo
0: brown. Like light doo doo brown. That's like uh, coffee and cream. Yeah. I can't oh my believe god! That
6: it's happening. It's like pinch me.
0: Well, I say oh my god, but then they show a background right. scene of all the other trailers. <laughs> they are also all colored the exact same color. It's a gingerbread. Uh, it's a little neighborhood. Wake me up! I feel like I'm in a dream,
7: but it's actually it's going to be true. <laughs> She thinks the transformation of her home is complete, but her daughter, Tiffany, knows it's only the beginning.
4: My mom's been staying with me while I had a gingerbread house painted, and I snuck out super early this morning before she got up and did all the decorating. Let me
0: ask a question. Why do you have to stay somewhere when they're painting the outside of your house? Well, I guess just for comfort. And now they go and put all the Christmas decorations out
4: front. Now I'm going to give her a big surprise.
6: Tiff, I can't wait.
0: Oh, my God, I thought she was driving. Guys, you have to see this. Like, um, in the television show, the daughter is driving her mom to see this, and she's got a blindfold on. When the initial shot came out, I thought the lady was driving with a blindfold.
6: <laughs> I'm so excited. It's very exciting. I can't wait for you to see it. You're going to be so happy. Don't let me pass out.
0: <laughs> okay. What if she just falls over when she gets out? Oh <laughs> it's doo-doo brown just the way I want <laughs>
6: Can you walk? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so nervous. I hope I got the color right. Okay, Mom, we're here. Are you excited? Yeah, very. It's family time. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Okay. Uh.
2: <laughs> oh!
3: He's so happy. Holy shit. Oh! <laughs> Do you like it? a dream come true.
2: It's beautiful. I've never seen anything like it, except in every other gingerbread
0: house I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm so glad you like it. Isn't
6: it pretty? Oh, my gosh. When Tiffany took the blindfold off and I actually saw my home, I can't explain to you how it made me feel.
0: It was just so overwhelming.
6: Is this what you thought it would look
4: like?
0: It definitely is overwhelming. I will (laughs) give you that. (laughs) Your house is a literal gingerbread house. It's Christmas all year round. Most definitely.
6: It's what I visioned in my dreams.
4: Is it your perfect gingerbread color? Perfect. I'm glad you like it. Our family Mm tradition. I'd be more than happy to put it up in my house.
0: Wow. Well, I got to tell you this. (sighs) Not for me. Yeah, But she's not hurting anybody
3: No, and she seemed extremely happy
0: God, sometimes I wish it could just That little could make me that happy Exactly. I'm so complicated <laughs> I'm so complicated I need so much just to feel a little bit of happiness And then I watch someone like that Just look at her doo-doo brown house With some candy canes strung across the front lawn And, she and so she's happy. just crying And I'm like, wow Part of me is really envious yeah. At how quickly that lady got happy Send us some money, will you? So I could just have like a moment of happiness. Could you do that? Could you do that for Uncle Brian? Can you send some money for my boo-boo penis, please?
3: Oh, the (laughs) boo-boo.
0: The boo-boo penis. We're all going boo-boo penis hunting. Okay, listen. I don't want to drag it out. I don't want to keep you here any longer than I have to. So guess what? Go to TCBpodcast.com. Find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can buy our gingerbread houses. And gingerbread-related materials. We're also selling uh, G-joints, if you want some G-joints. I'm going to start rolling those myself and selling them on the Internet with the TCB logo on them. So get your ginger joints, kid. Also, you can get your free piggy fronting sticker. That's true. You know, they both sound ridiculous, but one of them is true. You can get your piggy fronting sticker <laughs> yes, you can. by hitting the Contact Us button. A little drop-down menu says, I want my sticker. Send your address. And it will send it off in 7 to 10 days. If you want us to sign it, we'll be happy to do that. We've done that lots. Yeah. If you want us to say something nice, uh, you know, send in some money, and then we'll be happy to consider, consider <laughs> the offer. <laughs> all the audio, all the video, you know what to do. Go to TCBpodcast.com. 626-ASK-TCB, the number 3. Six, six. ask tcb and the number 3. Toll free from anywhere in the world. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, ask Brian's mom, ask T C B. We're taking it all. We're getting ready for season number five. So load up the questions, send them to us. We might do like a year in review. I think we should. On the not a year in review, but just kind of call out all the stuff that we didn't talk about from the T C B voicemail. <laughs>
3: And The Notebook.
0: (laughs) Oh, The Notebook's going to take a couple
3: episodes. (laughs) Add
0: The Commercial Break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok, and YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. If you want to watch our videos, because, you know, you don't watch our videos, go watch our videos. I sound angry. I won't be angry. I'm happy. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for today.
3: I think so. But I'll tell you that I love you. I love you.
0: Best to you. And best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say,
4: goodbye.